try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. With Conan Neutron. morning protonic reversal listeners welcome welcome aboard the gravy train welcome aboard the cruise ship of fun welcome aboard all these things and so much more you are listening to the one the only radio valencia this is protonic reversal i am your host kona neutron with a much more full studio than normal and I'm I'm thankful for it there's internet to do right now (laughs) oh got all kinds of surprises for you folks here Uh, let me see All kinds of things going on today. This is a uh, wonderful time, wonderful place. You're in the right place. It is the right time. Uh, yeah, that's, that's all there is to say about that. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and get started with some hot rocking while things get dialed in. Amazing show for you. Andrew Falcus of the incredible band Future the Left is going to be joining us once again, returning guest. We love that guy. He's great. We do have DJ Real Time Drop in the studio. She does not currently have microphone on. We will fix that. But first, we're going to listen to a little band called The Paver. This is The Paver. Can you 
upon presumptive pretense. Wake topples the poor souls around us until six feet of dirt is a separator. I heard the things that you whispered.
McCluskey, she will always bring you happiness. And indeed, she will always bring you happiness. And of course, by that I mean none other than DJ Real Time Indeed. Welcome back, Brenna. We missed Thanks. you. I missed you guys too. I was working like every day ever. Every day ever is a, is a long long amount of time to be working. That's it's kind of a bummer, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, it was weird. Yesterday, I was like, man, I really don't want to get up to early tomorrow and go to work. And I was like, you know, brushing my teeth, like, wait a second, I don't have to. Hey, that sounds okay. Sounds it, all right. It was a nice realization. It is a nice realization. Well, it's lovely to have you back in the studio. I know that any listener that has heard you before knows how awesome it is, how delightful it is to have you back. Uh, you have been much missed, and uh, I, I think that the crowd out there, I think, is going to agree with me that, yeah, see, there they are. They're, they're, they're agreeing. The crowd. The crowd. The crowd. The passing crowd. I see them over there. Yeah, it really is crazy here at the uh, Radio Valencia Studios. It's, 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 a, it's a wild scene. It's a wild scene. Everyone's very responsive. That's a, <laughs> that's a heck of a mic stand you have there, real-time drop. That's a, for, the, for those that are not in this studio right now, this I would classify this as a dwarf mic stand perhaps <laughs> do you think that's char- is that charitable yeah dwarf or yeah like it's, it's kind of a re- like keebler elf maybe keebler elf style yeah it's almost yeah. like a reverse lemmy if you will that, 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 reverse that. lemmy <laughs> exactly that sounds like wait a sex a act second. doesn't it yeah like wait a second <laughs> what did uh, i get myself into things have changed i, I met i met this girl and uh, all i know next thing i know is wow, she's doing reverse lemmy on me but i'm um, yeah, that's 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 not what this kind of show is. Oh, harsh crowd! I know they turn on you in a second. Jeez. So we are going to be speaking to Mr. Andrew Falcus of Future of the Left fame, as well as McCluskey, which is one of the many reasons why I played that lovely song. And he has a new record that he did. That's a kind of solo project that is not a solo project situation. And we debuted one of these songs. On none other than Photonic reversal Here uh, Episode Three I believe And he was calling it Tremendous Fence then And the song was called Christian Fitness But now the project Is called Christian Fitness And The album is called Christian Fitness Yes So I think we're uh, Why don't we hear a song from that uh, So we can get appropriately Studied as a last minute cram session Before we talk to A very Hyper intelligent man That is very quick on his feet. How about that? Does that sound good? Awesome. Yeah. All right. Do we get Are a you choice? In? <laughs> I mean, not really. I, I'm presenting you. I'm presenting you the illusion of choice, which is uh, like the government. But exactly. I'm giving you. <laughs> put so put on your tinfoil yes. hat and listen to this. I agree. Not a democracy.
The music industry is lying to you. It is telling you that you are excited. And you are excited. And you are excited. Or rather, you have confused excitement with the fear of missing out. Which is understandable as these two feelings are very closely related. Focusing as they do on the heart and the groin and ending in a bloody mess, pregnancy tests and too little sleep. A survey says that shouting inanities in a regional accent is valuable to culture. Look at EastEnders, Soccer AM or the Queen's Speech.
singing of the bone saws. Future to the left. That is off of the excellent How to Stop Your Brain in an Accident record, which is the most recent Future to the Left record. Before that, we had Teeth by Christian Fitness. That is also a Andrew Falcus joint. Falco, that is the solo, solo album that is not a solo album, if you will. And we're going to speak to him about that. Oh, probably about a little under 10 minutes, something along those lines. You are listening to... Protonic Reversal. And we thank you for it. I don't believe I mentioned earlier, of course I mentioned the lovely and talented Real-Time Drop is back with us in the studio. But we also... <laughs> there was a little, de- little delayed reaction there. <laughs> They were unsure. They're like, "Well, do we clap or, 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 or no? Like, what do we? Just, I don't. I don't even know what's going on here." Uh, we also have training in the studio, Mister Dano Distortion. Yo, what's up? Oh, polite applause. Okay, all right. Still affirmation, nonetheless. Uh, Dano, uh, who is most definitely a man that is a rock and roll lifer. I think it's fair, fair to say. I think it's fair. I think it's fair as well. And uh, as, as you said, real-time drop. Oh, th- that makes sense. He is important. That's why he looked important. <laughs> he's, one, he's one of those guys. Whoa. He's one of those guys. Uh, we're glad to have you here, Dan. Uh, Thanks. Looking forward to hearing your show. Do you, yeah. have, any, do you have any ideas when it's going to be, or are you still in the NASCAR? Uh, this is the first actual official training session with you, so uh, I'm excited. I, I have no idea. I think I'm going to do this a few times to figure it out and then take it from there. Smart. You have questions? We have answers. That's how we roll here at none other than... Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal. That's right. Anyways. Indeed. <laughs> Conan, you have a lot going on right now. I got a lot going on all the time, but you're, you're, you're absolutely correct. And we have a lot more coming up, too. We're going to be talking to Mr. Andrew Falcus of Future of the Left, McCluskey, and Christian Fitness. I'm excited. Should be good. Awesome guy. Uh, he's he's intelligent dude. Looking forward to that. Uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we listen to another song off of the Christian Fitness record, and then uh, come back and talk to him? How's that sound? Does that sound like a, a winning plan? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to get on the winning team here? I want to win. Yes, that's the win here. Win. Soaked. W-Y-N-E? W- winning. The winning team, W-Y-N-N-E. Yeah, I like it. That's good. That's solid. This is Carthage Must Be Destroyed. Carthage must be destroyed. That's what they say. It stands in contradiction of everything we are. It grows in isolation, safe on distant shores, an insult to our hospitals. for our future selves, a funeral for our parents. 
That is Alan is a cowboy killer. Classic track. My McCluskey. Before that, we had Carthage. Must be destroyed. Off an odd and awesome little record. Known as Christian Fitness. And we have on the line, all the way from across the pond, Mr. Andrew Falcus. Falco, hello. Hey, how's it going? That, that's quite a, a, an oddly stilted, lolloping introduction you gave me there. <laughs> I, tr I try to do things stilted whenever possible. It makes things all the more awkward. It was like a John Malkovich cadence. I enjoyed it. <laughs> wow. You just got likened to John Malkovich. I'll take it. <laughs> That's pretty Any awesome. Anytime I get compared to any talented person of any kind, I generally will take it and just accept the compliment, even if it isn't okay. intended as such. Uh, also on the show today, Falco, we have uh, Brenna Betts, a.k.a. DJ Real Time Drop, and Mr. Dano Distortion, who are going to be the other voices that you may or may not be hearing if I decide to keep their microphones on. No, not their real names, though, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> no, sort of. Yeah, exactly. Is that, kids, is that what the kids call handles, yeah? Exactly. And it's a, it's a screen name. It's a, an Instagram at hashtag. Okay, yeah, cool. Good. I, I will adjust my conversation forthwith. Yeah, please speak only in em emojis if you can. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, all right. Uh, Falco, thanks so much for coming back to the show, man. This is a real, real treat. Absolute pleasure. Uh, you've, I guess the biggest news is that there's a great little solo record that is not a solo record that you just released on a Friday afternoon, no less, uh, known as Christian Fitness. Now, uh, yeah. I released it on a Friday, uh, well, early evening, because I'm such a, a brilliantly ruthless businessman. I, you know, I wanted to exploit my market as as effectively and efficiently as possible. Um, no, of course not. Um, basically, the mastering uh, took a long time to get ready. And Sean, who was mastering it, he he would keep sending me files on a Friday. Something would need to be altered. He's a very busy man, and he'd get back to me the following Friday, send me the files just before he left work. I'd I'd have uh, changes to make again, and then it wouldn't be ready until the following Friday. So. Rather than uh, waiting, I just decided to put it out then. And so, even though that was a bit crazy because we were trying to have some people over for food at the time. Um, wow, that's multitasking. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but it was it was kind of kind of fun. It, it gave a gave an interesting counterpoint because pretty much all of our conversations at the minute are about our new kittens. So it was nice to have something else to to talk about for change. Perhaps something not related to felines. Yeah, yeah. as much as. As much as you know, kittens are the business. Um, you can you can over kitten at times, can't you? You can. Um, it's possible to, to to talk about cats too much. Hey, I've seen the internet. I get it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what it's for, apparently, isn't it? That's my understanding. And we did uh, preview a track off of this record uh, the last time that you that you joined us. I'm using the royal we again, by the way, and I feel it's necessary no, to I, do that I, again. I like it. You, you you forget. I live in, I live in Britain, and you know we 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 love the royal we because right. it, it reminds us of the immense pride we have in our royal family. Absolutely, it's a it, it's a sop to the monarchy, and I, I say it with with pride and pleasure. At the time, you were debating about calling this tremendous fence. Did you? I you, was. You, you yeah. backed down from that, huh? I, I did back down, and uh, it was. 
well, Tremendous Fence, I've always dreamed, and but I mean, literally having dreams about being in a band called Tremendous Fence. And it's it, it was a name which is funny to me, but I realised that um, people would actually think it was a joke with the name Tremendous Fence, as opposed to music which which has a little bit of a sense of humour. You don't want it to be an actual joke. So that's why I decided not to call it that. Um, which, I don't know, maybe I regret that, maybe I don't. Ask me in... Ask me in six years. Well, Christian fitness is no slouch either. I mean, that definitely is an, evo- an evocative theme. I, I definitely have pictures of white linen-suited zealots doing jumping jacks in a uh, compound or something along those lines. Or, or, or some uh, Os- Osama bin Laden boxer size. Yeah, <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> um, some some. Well, I, I believe there is uh, there is. You know, obviously, in the deep south. I mean, I don't even need to point that out, do I? So, uh, a, a kind of there is at least one gym where, you know, all the ex- there's like an exercise circuit which is based around the stations of the cross. Um, so, I don't know if that's in 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 tribute to to Jesus or a, a kind of a, a mocking kind of. <laughs> sure, could, could, it could go either way. <laughs> as as a non-Christian. I, I don't know how that would be viewed, really. And I think, really, it's best not to think about it. I mean, if, if pressed, and I'm rarely pressed, I would I would like to cop out totally and say it's Christian fitness with a small C. So there we are. Now, that's a thing that I, I was sort of debating bringing up or not, because uh, Lord knows that... And you see what I did there when I said Lord knows? Mm-hmm. That Lord knows uh, grammar and spelling humor and whatnot really plays well over the radio, but you have a yeah. sort of all lowercase affectation. I do, yeah, yeah. And it is definitely an affectation. And it's as simple as I've always just um, really, I, I think things in lowercase look good. I mean, I can't really explain it any more than that. More, more military, more... Um, don't know i've just i've just always been uh, odd capitals there's something about a, a capital in the middle of a in the middle of a paragraph particularly which is always is always pissed me off so so yeah uh it's it's, it's oft commented on as well <laughs> is it really often is, is is are we talking yeah. youtube comments well, like, here or like what's the uh who's you're, you're that, I've, I've had it loads of times hey you're that lower case guy yeah. Is in, <laughs> is intercapping six 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 really pissed off about this or what? Uh, possibly, yeah. Well, you know, some people are so generous with their fonts, um, but I, I don't know. But yeah, definitely, you're that lowercase guy, you know. So that's fine. I mean, if you're going to have a reputation, it may as well be bizarre. The absolutely, I, and one of the things that <laughs> that I've always found interesting is when bands do have an affectation. I think the only band that pulled off any kind of odd thing with the capitalization and pulled it off to me in my taste is the Paper Chase who have that weird intercapping thing going on. And even then I think, I think a font's fine. I think um if you're the kind of band who generally speaking have your own font on a poster, say a festival poster, that's when you know things have gone wrong. You know, if you need a, a font to get, I mean, you know, right? You possibly. need to download an EPS file to for someone to make yeah, a flyer yeah. for you <laughs> to, to evoke the sheer amount of rock contained contained within. I mean, obviously there are exceptions. Um, you know, uh, 
I suppose Metallica, like like they've written a decent song in the last quarter century. <laughs> all, all too true, unfortunately, yes. It's a long time since Metallica wrote a good song, isn't it? I mean, it's a long time. But they did star in one of the best comedies of the last 20 years, which is Some Kind of Monster. I don't know, you see. I I don't think that's a... I found it funny at first, uh, but I, I, I don't know. About a year later, upon rewatching it when very drunk... I, I thought it was Kirk Hammett's suicide note at first. And uh, then, totally. But then, I don't know, there's a... Have you ever um, read or seen Waiting for Godot, Samuel Beckett? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's a little like that. You know, there's pathos becomes bathos, goes back to pathos, except you can... There's even more of it in Some Kind of Monster because there's the extras, and the extras are just incredible. Um, the... Oh, I mean the bits they cut. I mean the the professional think, hangers on the uh, the psychiatrist as a for instance. The scene with yeah. Dave Mustaine and Lars is just who's, epic. Who's, this, who's the rap the rapper they do the the thing with? Is it? Um, I can't remember who it is now. Oh God, I think I blocked that from my memory. I don't even remember that oh, anymore. <laughs> I don't, when, when they're doing Kid the rock, <laughs> it really was like it really was like um, it really was like Christian missionaries um. Oh, it was it was awful. It, it, I mean, it was awful on every level, you know. <laughs> it just I yeah, there are levels yet to be invented that it was awful on, but <laughs> kind of deeply tragic at the same time. Well, sure, and, and for me, that's kind of where the the comedy came into place about it. And and let's be clear, I'm I'm a big fan of your work, and I know a lot of listeners are as well. And I want to speak specifically to your work as well. But I, I like to point out that Please I think it's. Okay, sorry. I, I think it's I think it's fantastic in every possible way, shape, and form. That one of the most iconic scenes in that movie, for me, is when uh, Lars and James Hetfield are having this conversation about you know whatever. I just feel like you're not listening to me, and then Kirk Hammett just very quietly says, "That's funny. That's how I felt for the last fifteen years," <laughs> and it's completely ignored in every way, yeah, shape, yeah, and form. Like yeah, yeah, kid, yeah. Kurt's basically the punctuation, isn't it? Isn't he? You know. Absolutely. You say something, Curly. I'm getting my breath back. <laughs> but there's something. Um, but you know, lest we. F- I mean, I do a lot of. Um, in in our sh- I try not to script um, the kind of things you say in between songs. But when we get the keyboard on, because there is a part of me growing up liking rock music who is faintly embarrassed by the idea of playing a keyboard. So. One way I cope is by taking the piss out of Metallica fans. You know, I say, I always say, I always say, I was playing a note on the keyboard and I say, if there are any Metallica fans in the crowd, and sometimes I change it to, to Anthrax or Megadeth, just, you know, variety being the spice of life and all that. I say, if there are any Metallica fans in the crowd, this is a keyboard. You know, and, <laughs> and if, if anybody laughs or give you the finger, especially if somebody gives you the finger, I mean, that's designed to get the finger. You say, now, do you have an adult with you just in case you need to get a bus back home? You know? Fantastic. And, uh, but they, you know, they use, I mean, I, I say I was like you once, but I wasn't like them once. If I was a fan of a band who hadn't released a good song for quarter of a century, then <laughs> and I caught, you know, that, that long. You know, there are well. You can you can even give a, a history lesson with it as well. I mean, I suppose. Born, got Metallica tattoos, and died of liver failure in the time that Metallica wrote a good song. You know, it's a, it's quite a shocking indictment of something. <laughs> so, big fan then of uh, Metallica. No, I, is what you're saying? 
I just, I just still know people who are huge fans. I, I can't even. I mean, you know, the kind of people who wouldn't, wouldn't buy a, a, a new band, they, even a band they quite liked record for eight quid, but will happily cross oceans to see that that thundering, thundering one pace load of shit play for two hours. You know. It's just, <laughs> Well, anyway, but anyway, don't mince words. Uh, Tell us how you really feel. But anyway, <laughs> you know, I, you know, like I say, I was like them once. I remember seeing, I remember seeing Metallica at Whitney Bay Ice Rink, and even as a fifteen-year-old boy, wondering why, wondering why the drummer couldn't do any drumming. You know? <laughs> it really is a wonder. You're correct about that, and and I think that. I still think you're short selling it as a comedy because for me, some kind of monster kind of plays off as a real life spinal tap, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I like it. I agree. Uh, yeah. yeah, but like, I guess if you if you have your empathy hat on, it may seem a little more on the sad side. No, I I, I just you know obviously I'm exaggerating for comic effect, but comparing <laughs> no. it to spinal tap, comparing it to spinal tap, I mean it you know it's like when people write fiction, fiction. Fiction needs to be more realistic than fact in order to be convincing, and um, Spinal Tap is, is, you know, more more realistic than some kind of monster in a lot of ways, because at least there's a, a bond between the characters. <laughs> I love the bit where James Hetfield slams the door. That's my favorite bit. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. Love, it's such an eight-year-old boy move. I love it when he slams the door because a part of me is thinking that he. You know, he's, he's forgotten his phone and he's going to have to come back in for his phone. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't happen. I mean, you know, being, being in a band, spending a lot of time with people who you don't get to have sex with can be very stressful. Um, but, um, and well I, so to a degree, to a degree, I, I empathize, but I don't know. I think mad amounts of money make already mad people even madder. That must be the, must be the, uh, I, I don't know. We we just started talking about this. I I didn't have any material. Prepared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a disproportionate amount of material uh, spent mm-hmm. on Metallica yeah, for, yeah. to be why, sure. Why? Why, Conan? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, people ask me that all the time. You have no idea. Uh, back to the the Christian Fitness record. I, there's no way I can segue out of that. So I'm just going to make a, a wild jump. That what 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 possessed you specifically to make a solo record that is not a solo record? at all, let alone to call it Christian Fitness, and to have a plesiosaur with a watch around it as, as, the, as the cover art. Well, that was designed by um, Michael, who works at a, uh, well, is part of a company called Aesthetic Apparatus, who do lots of screen prints. He did, um, uh, we met him because I think he did the art for a McCluskey show in Minneapolis years ago. Um, and he did the Travels with Myself and another cover, the Future of the Left cover as well. He's a lovely young man. Um, oh, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. That actually that looks very similar to yeah. that record so cover. So he said, how about this? And I went, yeah, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> you know, and so, and so for those like, streaming on the website, the uh, you can now see a link for the record cover on the RadioValencia.fm website. And yeah, uh, gaze upon it in its glory. <laughs> Got to love a plesiosaur. Um, but yeah... Um, and in terms of the record, Future Future the Left is is a lot of fun to do, but it involves collecting together a lot of people and resources um and pushing it all in one direction, whereas uh, one direction the uh you know, in terms of being a yeah, you yeah, I don't need to explain that to you. Um <laughs> You do it, not need to explain that, no. I do not need to explain that to you. Um 
and whereas this was a question of getting logic for my Mac and just recording some songs and it being as it being as simple as that really so uh, having a usually I wouldn't have had that much time to, to put to it but I was just doing a temp job which ended at the end of February so I've had all day to bottle feed kittens and uh, write write I've, I've started about 17 different novels um, you know uh, which of course is not a cliche at all for a guy in a band to, to, to do but I'm very much enjoying writing for half the day and making music for the other day and I'm going to I'm going to start panicking about money in about two weeks well sure that's yeah I mean it's it seems like it's a good way to keep yourself sane uh, between yeah. kitten bottle feeding of course which well, is also yeah. a sanity bottle, exercise bottle feeding kittens even though it may have been unnecessary because I may have um, I may have over underestimated how old the kittens were when when we got them. Uh-oh. Uh, it was still, it made me feel like a worthy human being for perhaps only the, the fourth or fifth time in my life. So I'll, I'll take the I'll take that little snapshot memory and keep recalling it whenever I'm doing something really bad. These kittens might end up as grown-up adult cats with weird sexual peccadillos now. <laughs> no, they're just going to end up as regular cats being cats. I mean, I did find uh, the, uh, Genghis... In the in the bin twice yesterday though. Genghis, um, so. <laughs> Genghis is a is a lovely name for a cat. Genghis and bonsai they're called. Genghis is a you know he's he's a male cat so he he doesn't you know he doesn't take any uh, he d- doesn't respect any boundaries whatsoever. So I you know I'm, I'm trying to teach him French. It's it's not going so well because I don't know French. <laughs> really, really should have taught him a language that I understand. Of course, and it, I, I'm very excited that on this Christian Fitness record that you have a song called Carthage Must Be Destroyed because <laughs> the history of the world as written by the winners, winner's history of the world being the Romans, is so interesting, and I, I think it's a fascinating topic that, uh, you know, maybe not quite as fascinating as Metallica, so bear with me, but I think it's a fascinating topic that the whole idea of how Carthage was recorded by history and what versus what actually happened are two wildly disparate and different things. Uh, so what led you... What, oh, I think I rambled on too hard. We lost him. <laughs> it's getting him back again. Too much Carthage. Too much Carthage talk. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know why... Yeah, protonic reversal for too much Carthage shot. Uh, why don't we? Okay, tell you what. Why don't, why don't we take a small break for a minute here, and uh, we'll listen to another Christian fitness song. This is the title track, and we'll be back talking to uh, Mr. Andrew Falcus.
That's Christian Fitness by Christian Fitness off of the record. I am scared of everything that isn't me. We're back with Mr. Andrew Falcus. Yeah, and in theory, let's see how that goes. Uh, again, as, as was pointed out during the break, uh, apparently the topics need to remain kitten-based, or at least Metallica-based, and not slip into ancient history of any kind, any kind of erudite topic. Not, not slip into discussions of, um, of long-destroyed long ancient, ancient Phoenician civilizations. That's not what the internet wants to uh, hear about. Well, if you can keep it kitten-related and mention how you came up with the, the idea for the, the song about Carthage, that would be very well, advantageous for everybody. Well, well, I was reading the book, Carthage Must Be Destroyed, whilst at the same time thinking that Cardiff must be destroyed. Ah. Um, uh, and it, part of the, the song is to... Um, Carthage Must Be Destroyed, I think that was originally spoken, but I can't remember which... Uh, which Roman senator it was? It wasn't. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was you know, obviously discussing the the destruction of Carthage by by the Romans in the in the well second and third Punic Wars. Um, but I I don't know. Um, I I had a really bad time with with Cardiff, uh, a place where I've lived for about twenty years earlier this year, and I, I thought it would be. I thought it would be nice to slag it off through the medium of song, really. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. I think, I think sometimes there's a, there's, there are times to, to celebrate the places you live and the, and the people you know, and it's important to let those people in those places know how important and how enriching they are to you. And sometimes it's important to turn around and tell them exactly, exactly how limiting they can be. Um, otherwise, how are they ever going to grow? You know? Um, so I, I just... I think so far there's only a couple of people have noticed that, you know, what they actually sing before the chorus is Cardiff must be destroyed. But then again, it's not, it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily crucial to, to enjoyment of or understanding of, of the song. But um, ancient history or history in general is something which, very much, has always has always interested me. Whether it's reading about it or listening to audio books or or going going to lectures, I just. I just love it. I'm a. I, I'm. You know, my knowledge is largely incomplete, but I've just always been always been fascinated by it. Well, and I think that it's it's it, it, you definitely toe a fine line. Uh, you know, most of the time, bands that kind of take that approach adopt a very cerebral, sort of almost King Crimson esque approach to things, <laughs> and to have more immediate music that uh, kind of uh, punches in the gut like that people sometimes get confused if you have more you know either humorous or uh, beyond the baby 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 let me touch you in your bathing suit area sort of level yeah. of lyricism or, or sometimes very oh. or sometimes wow that's probably third date stuff there conan um, <laughs> deep deep you stuff. know um you know it, it's difficult because sometimes you don't want to make the music feel um, and I'm quoting Stuart the here yeah, like an aggressive lecture, you know. But, <laughs> but, but it, it's. Um, I think I saw aggressive lecture at the Gilman in '97. Go ahead. Aggressive <laughs> lecture. Yeah, with their with their second album to a revenge fist, wasn't it? <laughs> right. um, uh, I uh, yeah. Um, it's it's always interesting. The thing is, you want to. In one sense, you don't want to. Uh, you don't want to try and lecture your audience but also um and i use the you know the term audience generously but 
you also don't want to patronize them either you know i've I've known some very intelligent some very funny people who the second they they transfer their medium of communication to rock music lose a lot of the things which makes them unique as people you know they slip sure. into the they slip into the idiom of rock music which is singing about very specific things in a very specific specific way um uh yeah which i think is a which i think is a real shame and especially since certainly history is much more much more accessible these days i mean there's a lot of what you might term as now history i suppose like authors like tom holland who's written very extensively about you know rome and uh the the battles between east and west and the rise of islam it's it's very it's very accessible and it, it, it isn't as dry and academic as it once was you know so it's it's also nice i've you know i've introduced some some friends to to history and that you know through through that uh pathway and that's that's quite quite rewarding julia sometimes asks me if what we'll say when i'm 60 if i'm going to become a history professor like that's a profession you can suddenly take up when you're 60 you know sure it's <laughs> and came time to become history lecturer you know um but uh no i'm 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 happy just uh just reading about it and making pretentious allusions to it in my songs we're talking to Andrew Falcus, a.k.a. Falco of Aggressive Lecture, and we're going to be also listening to some more music, but I'm kidding, of course, that he is from the excellent Future of the Left. Uh, Christian Fitness Elche, is the Elche, new record. Elche Elf. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, and uh, McCluskey as well. And we played some McCluskey earlier, uh, as, as, as we do on the show. And it, it seems like you've you've reached a place where you're very comfortable with the older uh, material having a sort of elevated place of importance, maybe largely due to where people were in their lives when they first heard it, or even revisionist history towards. Oh, I was always really, really into this. Yeah, I think I think I think both of those and both of those and none of those are true. I mean, you know, a certain certain group of people will speak rel- relatively highly of that band, but. More, more people had never heard of that band, um, and you know, I mean, I was in it at the time, and I remember our last U.S. tour. You know, I mean, all right, relations in the band weren't exactly weren't exactly all sparkly anyway, but you know, I remember not only being depressed by that, but being depressed by the tiny attendances at every show. Um, uh, so, you know, yeah, it is to say it's slightly revisionist would be a an absolute statement of fact but playing in the band was was fun for a bit and then and then like a lot of things it was a huge pain in the ass absolutely what are you going to do you know it's still the thing with doing records is you get something which which sits there sits there forever hopefully um even if it's whether it's for two three four or 175 people Absolutely, and I think you guys have, uh, you know, as as McCluskey and Future the Left, every live iteration that I've seen you in, there's always been a going for the jugular sort of element that I always appreciate. Uh, yeah, and so just trying to have as much fun as possible. Really, you do you um, you, you do a, a significant amount of rehearsing so that when you play live, you can have fun. Um, there's there's only about three or four songs in our set where I have to. What you might generously term as concentrate, um, because 
because of the because of the interaction between the guitar and the words um but the rest of the time i'm just having fun and i i mean i've only had i think one holiday as an adult but i've been on i've been on tour a lot and that's because um well a i can't afford to go on holiday but b because i couldn't imagine going to another country for two weeks without playing a bunch of shows you know and playing those shows every night is the is the best is the best fun a person person could have well sure and it seems that uh, you know for people that li- live the life and have done that that it's something that seems very natural whereas you try to explain mm. that to your average human being and you just no, get... they wouldn't. i don't suppose you'd understand it all if i was staying in a normal normal hotel or something and it at half past four i didn't have a sound check to to do or a you know uh somebody to argue with about the rider um then i, I wouldn't know what was happening right know? um you know i just yeah I'd, my life wouldn't have wouldn't have purpose and people say well you know why don't you take a holiday why don't you just take an acoustic guitar away with you you're like, don't, don't think you've heard my music. <laughs> Is that what you just say? Just stop speaking. Stop. Just well, yeah, don't, my, don't speak my, to me anymore. Oh, yeah, I'll take an acoustic guitar with me in case in case I need some firewood or <laughs> I, in case I need to protect myself from a wolf, you know. I mean, <laughs> in case you need to protect yourself from a wolf, indeed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Danzig? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Danzig will approach your, your camping area and you can just <laughs> warn him off. <laughs> We're talking about warding off Danzig with acoustic guitars with Andrew Falcus from Future of the Left. I think with Danzig, you just would use multi-close sentences. And that would, and that would, that would just have... If he punched you in the face... I mean, he'd, he'd probably do it on camera, wouldn't he? He'd, he'd, Actually, he'd, he'd get punched in the face. Yeah, yeah. He, he would still be uh, very, I'm sure, uh, has irritated about that interaction because it was immortalized in the early days of YouTube oh, forever and ever. Yeah, it was there was an anniversary for it, actually. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing an article. <laughs> it might have been an article. I mean, I don't, you know, being punched in, as, speaking as somebody who's been punched in the face a lot, um, I don't, yeah, even, even seeing Glenn Danzig getting punched in the face, I didn't take any great pleasure from, you know, sure. I, I must, I must admit, I mean, Piers Morgan, I think I'd like to see him get punched in the face. He <laughs> is a smug one, isn't he, that Piers oh, Morgan? Well, yeah, he's a... Chelsea yeah. Handler almost punched him in the he's face. A, he's a, well, he got a lot you know, Dano, I'm going to go and give you a professional radio tip that it sounds better if you speak into the microphone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's training. Uh, it's okay. That, that was it's... a pro-am radio tip. Um, <laughs> pro-am. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. Piers, Piers Morgan had a lot of history even between uh, even before he hit your shores. He was he quite famously published a because he used to be the editor of a newspaper called the Daily Mirror. Over right. Here. I remember he this. Pub- yeah, he published a. Uh, a picture um, of Princess Diana, obviously uh, pre pre death and sainthood, um, <laughs> where uh, of of her in the gym, like up the skirt shot, and then mm, classy, he, and then after the in 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 inverted commas invasion of Iraq, um, he uh, published some faked photos of British troops abusing Iraqi soldiers, which um, so he he didn't have the best reputation. Mm. over here anyway really and to take that level of very 
kind of cliched Bond villain British smugness over to the States um, didn't didn't really um, endear him to, to British people either. Although, you know, the, the one thing you can get behind him with is his attitude to gun control, but really you'd rather he was on the other side. <laughs> He's such, such, a dis, such a despicable human being, you know, that it was kind of disappointing that he had some common sense in that regard. But Sure. But there we are. You can't, you can't pick your allies. But you can pick your nose. That's the. That's true. It's an old thing from Monty Python, right there. <laughs> there, 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 there we, there we, there we are. Uh, we have a we have a question from the listening audience. Uh, Joe McClune of the excellent band Roland from from Oakland says he saw you in San Diego at the Casbah in the early two thousands with McCluskey. The mm-hmm. crowd was small, but really incredibly enthusiastic. Where in the U.S. did you get the best response from people? And I'm going to presume that it's McCluskey that he's speaking of. Yeah, it's, it's a very good question, and I liked it because it had a beginning, a middle, and an end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you burned me, friend. You burned me so hard. Uh, the best reaction was for uh, McCluskey and Future Left is nearly always Seattle. Always nearly always. Um, you had some good ones in Chicago, although that varies a little bit. Uh, New York is usually good, um, but Seattle. And and uh, against most people's experience, um, in terms of actual enthusiasm of audience, although this might have to do with the time you play, so people are more inebriated. Uh, Los Angeles as well, a couple of shows in a place there called Spaceland. I remember it well. Yes, it's called uh, something total satellite now. I think is what it's satellite, called. Satellite, mm-hmm. right? And just just a incredibly full drunk crowd. But Seattle wins every time. Hmm. You know, it's number one, number one, and number one. So, yeah. So Joe, with his questions that have beginnings, middle, and end, actually reminded me that <laughs> there was something I, I meant to bring up the first time you were on the air that, that we didn't mention it, that near the end of McCluskey, there was a, a gear theft that happened on, on, on one of your tours, right? Yeah, that happened, um, uh, I think it was Phoenix, it was, yeah, Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix. Yeah, we lost about, yeah. $25,000 worth of stuff. Oof, wow. Including, Man, including, including um, we were lent uh, by Gibson three guitars, and they gave us them at the start of the tour, or rather they gave it to the guy um, who was driving us in, in New York before before we flown in. And when we got there, we realized these these guitars, I don't even know what they were, but we couldn't have used them. They were useless to us. And so we were going around the country, <laughs> and, and the Gib- a Gibson representative was going to come and take these guitars off our hands, and they wouldn't show up. And then we'd get to the next show, and they wouldn't show up. And this went on for like 19 days of trying to return these useless guitars to Gibson. And then they got stolen, and we had to pay $3,000 for them. Oh, oh man. God, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Terrible. The thing is, though, if you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree with sharpened nails. So, <laughs> so you just got a. It was. It was. It was. It was devastating. But there's, there's some stuff written about the band, not by many people, but to suggest that was some kind of catalyst for the band breaking up. The band broke up because people were dicks. You know, didn't have. It didn't have anything to do with an equipment theft. It just meant we broke up with a with a with a bigger debt. 
Um, but sure. it was it was it was devastating because we we always even though we were in a position where we were on two pure, which is part of Beggar's Banquet, we always tried to make because we really were in it and I'm still in it now for for the long haul. If it were given to us by a label, we didn't take that for granted. If we made any money money from merchandise, even though we didn't have any kind of one of those 360 deals that a lot of bands sign now, um, we'd always plough all of our profit back into the tour just to make us a viable concern, you know? Um, So to have something like that happen was... was, Yeah, that's that's devastating. I mean, mean, I'm I'm not a man who's... um, Who's commonly uh, brought to tears? Um, but that was that was a day where it, it just really didn't feel worth it, and that was the day that um, that was the day that Bush won a second term as well. Oh, oh, oh man, that's just so whammy. Jeez, yeah. oh, that's 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 harsh. That's that's harsh. yeah. You oh, you say you say harsh. <laughs> but, uh, it's a I harsh toke, as we say out here. Mm, yeah, mm, yeah. That was that one was that one was all roach. That one, yeah, it, yeah. Wow, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I try not to think about that day. It was um, yeah. <laughs> well, why don't we why don't we get on to to cheerier topics? Uh, for, for one thing, and I'm gonna forget to do this if I don't do it now. I was I meant to say hello to you from Jeff Moody of of Strip Wax fame. Who? Uh, oh, uh, hello, hello, Jeff Moody. Who I. Yeah, I remember speaking to on email or something a while a while back. Fantastic guy, American Treasure. I had him on a few episodes ago, uh, a long extended interview, and it, it was a real treat. He's to to be that undefeated at that age and to have accomplished so many great things and to really bring it in so pure of a way is an inspiration, and I, I like that guy a lot. So anybody, anybody who keeps on doing what they do, to hell with everybody else. That's the you know that's the thing. I've known a lot of very uh, talented people who who treat you know very talented, very sincere people who treat rock and roll like a like an a- occasional convenience. And you know what that that's fine. But if you were in a band for two or three years and then. You just stop doing it because life starts happening. You know, you're you're a pussy, picky gamer. You know? <laughs> oh, dude! You, you, you've heard it here, people. You've heard it you here. Know, it's a band. You can write a song in three minutes. You know, or right, writing a novel or you know researching a book on the third right takes time. But it's rock and roll. Pick up your guitar, meet your friends, Alan, Bert, and Belinda. Go down the go down the YMCA or wherever the hell it is to play. Plug in your your squire, I don't know, elephant titus tit, and play your songs. You awesome. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, some harsh, harsh invectives and brutal truths from Mister Andrew Falcus of Future the Left McCluskey uh, Christian Fitness now as well. Now, are, are there any plans to take the? That's. But I wish I could just isolate that whole thing and play it as a bit, but it's far too long. So I'm just gonna have to. It'll have to live in the podcast in the memory. Okay. Okay. Is there any plans to do any of this Christian fitness stuff live, or is it more just uh, doing the music I'd, for the sake of doing music? Love, I'd love to. I mean, part of the reason for doing this is there's some frustration with Future the Left because two members of the band have very well-paying jobs that it's very difficult to get time off from. Uh, Jack, our drummer, certainly doesn't have a well-paid job, but he does have a beautiful uh, little baby girl who he doesn't like to be away from too much. 
and the person that's left after all that is me um, who wants to play shows and go and do stuff um, and it's frankly it's difficult enough for a band like us uh, to tour anyway without those restrictions in place so I, I'd love with Christian Fitness I aim to have another record out in the next couple of months because it's writing a record it's, it's easy um, and um, I'd, I'd love to do some touring soon because as we, we were just looking uh, into doing some uh, shows uh, with uh, Trailer Dead in uh, in Europe, but again, even though we're offered good money, uh, we still can't afford to do it. Right, it's, logistics, real life lo- concerns. Logistics, we can't afford to do it, but also also financially, um, we can't. We're not in a position where we can go and do a show unless we're breaking even. I mean, we. We we never we'd never make money from a show unless it was a show in New Year or whatever. We'd never think about making an actual profit. God God forbid. But we would, <laughs> would hope to make some money by selling T shirts or whatever. That's the way we have to budget the band, you know, to make it you know, to make it work. But it's I'm as far as I'm concerned though, I mean we toured well when I think you saw us in uh in San Francisco with Andrew Jackson Jihad, that was Nearly two years ago now. Um, yep. And as, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not. I'm not in a proper band if I'm not touring the states. I'm not in uh, this, this moment in time. I'm not in a proper band. I mean, that's all of my life is is focused on on making records and touring. And my favorite thing to do in the whole world, uh, you know, uh, above absolutely everything else, is to drive around the states and play rock shows. Sure. And the fact that I don't get it makes me makes me sad most days, you know. But that's just you know a lot. But hey, just wanting something, just desiring something, doesn't mean that you get it. Um, there are there are plenty of people out there, plenty of deserving people who'd love to have an opportunity to tour the states, or people in the states who'd love to tour Europe, and they never get that. But I've I've had a, a couple of tastes of that, and yeah, I'd, I'd like to be back every year for. a for a couple of months, but you know, in in the absence of in the absence of having a hundred thousand pounds in the bank, I just won't be doing it anytime in the near future. Christian Fitness, though, I hope it works out. But obviously, it's 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 not a normal band, so I'd have to probably pay musicians. You know, um, well, I work cheap, so what time is practice? <laughs> practice, my friend, is wow. Practice. I need a practice. It's a hell of a commute, but I'll do it. <laughs> now that is a commute, especially with Welsh trains. No, <laughs> you know, you know, in Wales, if somebody says they're going to be five minutes, that means they're going to be a multiple of five minutes. So. I'm going to be five minutes. That could be two and a half hours. There's like an exponent attached. It's like actually five minutes cubed. Or... Yeah, it's the beginning of a string, basically, the the number five. The, the, but the rest of the string isn't always fully fully explained. That's how, that's how this country, and I use that term loosely, works. Fantastic. Well, not fantastic at all. Depressing, but... <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, so, uh, and again, if you're, if you're just tuning in, we're, we're talking to Mr. Andrew Falcos Falco of the band Future to the Left, uh, McCluskey, and we're speaking of many things. Uh, you are interested in the Christian Fitness record that we have been playing songs from and will continue to play songs from. You can find that at christianfitness.bandcamp.com. The record is called I Am Scared of Everything That Isn't Me. 
which is fantastic, by the way. I, living living in America, believe me, I appreciate that that the there mockery of that mindset. That live that way. Yeah, unfortunately, that that is a sad truth. You can buy it straight from the source at Bandcamp, and it's recommended that you do. Uh, as everyone who listens to the show will obviously just do my will as my minions. <laughs> I order you to go forth and purchase this excellent record. Wow, that's um, a strong invective there, Conan. <laughs> I'm known for many things, and strong invectives are one of them. I think I also... I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you have questions? We have answers. Quite a PSA. So... Uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us again. It's, it's always great to have you, Falco. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Uh, do you have any any closing words of wisdom, messages of peace, love, and understanding? No, but um, my uh, Julia, who's the bass player, Christian the left, and my wife, she bought um, she bought a, a car today, and we've never had a car before. So um, mm. it's, we just we just drove to uh, our local uh, like superstore and bought um, a Sun Lounger. Um, and and loads of cat litter. So uh, so life life's pretty good. Did you see Danzig when you bought the cat litter? <laughs> I, I, I didn't see Danzig. I hear he's I hear he's a catist, a catist. <laughs> no, I, I, I no I no I didn't see Danzig or anybody from Biohazard or, <laughs> or or the replacement guitarist from Corrosion of Conformity or Bell and Sebastian's guitar tech or. Uh, <laughs> bloody hell! Uh, uh, or Jim Jarmusch's shadow shadow analyst. <laughs> I didn't see any of it. That's a darn shame. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good job being a shadow analyst for Jim Jarmusch, wouldn't it? Ah, that'd be that'd be wonderful. That's <laughs> imagine explaining that at a party. That'd be that'd be fantastic. Sue, yeah. Sue, what did you do? <laughs> Well, actually, I'm the yeah. I'm a shadow analyst. I'm a, yeah. What? I analyze shadows for the film director Jim Jarmusch. What do those words mean? <laughs> Let me show you on a piece of graph paper. I'm just gonna start telling people. I do you that. should. That that's a that's a much more uh, a, aggressively awesome and baffling <laughs> job title than barista. Yeah. That's the yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna start. I'm gonna create that job for myself. I'm gonna uh, <laughs> your gonna, own yeah. shadow. Can you do that? Yeah. You can be your own shadow uh, analyst. I will endorse you on LinkedIn if you do so. Yeah. Oh, hey Jim, I reckon you need this. <laughs> hey, give me a job. I'll do it for. How much would you do that for? Wow. Depends. Depends how many shadows. Yeah. What's What's the workload look like? I mean, per actor. Yeah. Is it per actors or per movie? I mean, what's the... Per shadow. Yeah. Per shadow? Yeah, it's a per shadow basis. If it's contractual... Might get kind of crazy with the extras. I think the more we talk about this, it's become clear to me that you need a team of shadow analyzers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's not just a job. It's not just a job for one freeloading antithesis liar. It's it's for a a team of the same... So might I suggest that your job title should be Lead Shadow Analyst Two, the Roman numeral two. <laughs> yeah. Lead shan- lead shadow analyst to the director uh, <laughs> brackets assistant assistant consultant uh, for, for human and or animal shadows with secondary 
secondary um, authority over buildings and mountains. End brackets. Esquire. Esquire. Yeah. Incorporated. <laughs> uh, Falco, uh, it's been great talking to you, man. No Th- problem. And listen, you have a you have a lovely day. Um, I'm going to go and catch just a little bit of. Um, we, we've actually got sun here, so I'm going to try and and run about run about in the sun and try and, and you know try and alter my essential pastiness a little bit. <laughs> that is a delightful image. <laughs> that is a delightful it's image. Actually. But Im- imagery be damned, it's just delightful. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you so much, man. Uh, talk to no you next problem. time. Enjoy the rest of your show. Bye-bye. Thank you. There he is. Falco, Future the Left, McCluskey, and now Christian Fitness. Get that. ChristianFitness.bandcamp.com uh, Here's a Future the Left jam. Small bones, small bodies, sink into semantics. The slightest excuse, the tiniest exoskeleton. She said the fossil, it sets such a standard. Forgetting the reason, small bones, bigger problems. With this, I miss ya. I finally admit that. I beg forgiveness, my finest exoskeleton. Who put the brakes on courage? My finest exoskeleton. She said the fossil. It caused so much carnage. Forgetting the combat. Small bones reaches neighbors. With this, I miss ya. I finally admit that. I beg forgiveness. My finest exoskeleton. I am the fossil. We are the fossil. I beg forgiveness. Small bones. Small
That was I Am Scared of Everything That Isn't Me by Christian Fitness, the solo project that is not a solo project by our guest, Mr. Andrew Falcus Falco from Future to the Left, McCluskey, etc. What a delightful man. True story. True story. Funny guy. Funny, funny guy. He should have, he should have a show. Why, I'm, I'm the mm-hmm. one with the show. He should have the show. Definitely. We could both have shows. You don't have to agree that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, so call in, 415-962-7979. Call on in. Uh, you know, hey, we've been doing some talking already. Why not Why not keep it going? Let's, uh, let, let's chat. Let's work it out. I just had a sneezing gonna attack, work it out. which is awkward on the radio. It is awkward on the radio. That's, uh... That's a thing. Also a good band name. Awkward <laughs> awkward on the radio? Awkward sneeze on the radio. Uh, absolutely it is. So you are listening to none other than... Protonic Reversal. We thank you for that. What do we have? Let's see. Hey. Hey, don't change the dial. Don't change that dial. Don't do it. I feel like we've, we've had an action-packed show already, and we're, we're, we're reaching the tail end. It's true. Real-time drop, it's great to have you back. It's been, it's been a while. Uh, it has been a while. Yeah. I realized that in the elevator. I was like, wow, this is so unfamiliar. Right. And you're, and you're sniffly, which is a bummer, but we appreciate your commitment to coming in. You're the, welcome. The, the people they want to know. I, have, I haven't had... I've still been playing your... Uh, DJ real-time drop. Drop, even though you aren't here. Oh. So, that's good. And also, like, the, all the other drops that I have of you, of, of which there are many. <laughs> but what, that's good. Uh, what have you been up to? What's you just, just working, working? I've been working a ton. Um, I got two. I ended up with, like, three jobs just as of one day, one Sunday morning. I got wow. a text message that it was just, like, It just ended up that way. Like you just, Yeah, just all of a sudden I had no job, and then I had three jobs. And it was... <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, did, did somebody just like did, did the job wizard come by and like? I guess so. Swatch you with a wand and then metaphorically, yes. Well, my housemate, the metaphorical job wizard, not the literal one job of wizard. My, my housemate is a manager, and one of his employees broke his wrist. He was in a car accident, mm. so they needed help. And Oof, then rough. someone else I know had someone suddenly take vacation. I didn't really ask why because I don't know the person, and who knows? It could have been something bad, but. Suddenly took vacation for like a month or three weeks. And so all of a sudden I was very in demand, which I was thinking how cool that is. The idea of like being a contract person that your friends could just call and be like, hey, I need you to work. Maybe a lead shadow analyst. Yeah. 
<laughs> I would love to be a lead shadow analyst. That sounds way less stressful than dealing with people. Working, yeah, I work in the customer service industry, so in the yeah. sense that it's great to have a whole bunch of jobs all of a sudden. The same time, I worked like I had two days off this month, and at some point, I was like, "Wow, humans are really stupid." <laughs> that was the epiphany. Like they don't. <laughs> mean, I mean, I've had that epiphany a while ago, but the questions <laughs> that people ask are kind of amazing because people like ask things, and I know what their intention is, and it's not to be stupid or annoying. Obviously, it's not their intention, but it is nonetheless like, something that happens. But did you, do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth right now? Sometimes. <laughs> Caller, do you hear the words that are coming out of our mouth right now? I can kind of hear the words coming out of your mouth right now. Okay, fantastic. You are on the air on none other than... Protonic reversal. What's on your mind? Hello. Hi, it's, uh, it's uh, Joe McClune from the band Roland. Joe McClune? Yeah! Cool. Yay. Cool McClune? Can we call you that? Cool, <laughs> cool, cool McClune. <laughs> A.K.A. You can call me whatever you want as long as you call me. Uh-huh. Cool, cool, oh. cool Hand McClune, perhaps, might be cool good. Cool Hand McClune, I love that. That's, That's a Paul Newman movie, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Roland is an excellent band from uh, Bay Area. Do you, do you claim Oakland or SF or, or both? Are you dual citizenship? Well, the truth is we all live in San Francisco, and I am the only one of us that is from Oakland, actually. But I claim Oakland. And I- <laughs> <laughs> they, they, these people turn on you on a dime, man. I, I can't, I can't wow. control them. You know, they, they can have opinions. <laughs> uh, fantastic band, Roland. You guys, you guys are playing a, a kind of badass show tomorrow at Eli's Mile High Club with uh, Vulgar Trade, which is Chad from Loyalist, uh, kind of hardcore band where he sings and plays guitar in. And The Mass, the freaking Mass. Great, amazing band from, uh, you know, I, God, if I say way back when, I'm going to make myself sound old because they were contemporaries of, of Replicator, it's but been, great band. I mean, it's wow. been- it's been six or seven years, as far as I understand, and I'm really, really excited to hear those guys. I mean, I'm, honestly, that show kind of just fell together on its own, without without trying to make it that way. And it's it's feeling I'm I'm more excited to see the other bands than play myself, honestly. Well, and the mass were uh, charitably characterized by my uh, friend and ex bandmate Ben Adrian, who recorded their first EP as the sound of a jazz band falling down a flight of stairs, and I thought that was. <sighs> <laughs> pretty great because it's it's they're aggressive uh you know it rocks but there's you know there's a saxophone and then usually immediately if you try to explain this to people you sound like an idiot first of all and then they're like oh i don't want to hear that that sounds terrible and it's like no you don't understand like it's it's great it's, it's like awesome no means no parts with like melvin's bits and then there's like you know some dillinger escape plan stuff going on but there's a saxophone but it doesn't sound just like sweep the lake johnny but it kind of does and it's awesome and and by that point they've generally walked away (laughs) and you're still talking and i'm still talking on your knees going honestly i've been trying not to tell people that it has saxophone for that exact reason but when but but honestly it's it's just such a I've, I've been listening to their stuff recently especially since I heard we we're going to play them and it kind of flipped me out yeah they're, they're, they're it's they're, they're great and that's a, that's a great show I mean Roland is hey you guys ain't no slouches either nor are you slouch hats well thank you I and slouch hats yeah is that thank new? you that's a there was some slouch hat humor in the uh, <laughs> previous episode I can't remember I was I think I was speaking of dead writer 
who I saw at PRF Barbecue, and I, I believe I said that as, I, I absolutely love them. They are broken, wrong, and incredibly catchy. But and there are times you can really hear the slouch hat in the vocals, but that's okay. <laughs> you can be a slouch hat. You can be a I, I, I just because I can't wear them doesn't mean I don't appreciate them. Slouch hat and shadow analyst. Okay. I learned two things today. Dano, I turned your mic off because you're eating yogurt, which is very healthy and uh, wise. But I don't want to hear it on, on my show. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, you, you can be on the mic or you can eat yogurt, but not both at the same time. Right. Sorry, I'm. I'm, I'm uh, have you guys have you guys heard Volger, Volger Trade? I, I heard a song and I, it kind of blew me away by its. Um, it's, it was awesome. It was cool. Yeah, uh, I've been listening to that album a lot lately as well. And man, the, the one of the things that most uh, that I noticed most was that Chad's got a set of pipes on him, man. He does, and it kind of remind it reminded me of something, and I I couldn't quite pin it down. It reminded me of when Jay Robbins was screaming in Jawlogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely got that. It's definitely got the DC. Yes, yes, that's good. That's good. Yeah, the early Jawbox stuff vocally. Um, it's it's good, man. I, I'm, I'm he's a talented guy. I, I've known that guy since he did Colony of Watts, uh, Madison Band. Is, from, he, is he from Oakland? No, he's uh, from Wisconsin, and actually used to play in a band with uh, Russell Emerson Hall from Tyranny is Tyranny. No shit. That's yeah. Well, hmm. Good pedigree. Uh, United Sons of Toil. He was in the original iteration of United Sons of Toil as well, who were also awesome. And then Colony of Watts, great band. Uh, played with them long time, long time back. And uh, yeah, he ended up moving out here. And good dude. I'm, I'm excited to see him to see him rock at multi instrumentalist. Yeah, me too. Guy, that's a this is the Eli's Mile High Club. When does when does this start? Do you have any information to share to the people here? Uh, yeah, it'll it's Eli's Mile High at. I believe Mask goes on at nine, so show up promptly. Don't don't be late because they wanted to play first. They were like, first show in seven years. We should probably we should probably play first. Sure, which is a reason reasonable ask for sure. <laughs> it, it's re- it's reasonable, but I was also like, yeah, but most of the people are going to be there to see you guys. <laughs> but it's also it's uh, Friday night. I mean, it shouldn't you shouldn't have a you know. I, I think you'll be able to hold hold the attention. I think the I think the cost is something like seven or eight. It may be more more expensive, but I'm. I don't think it is, typically. Yeah, and, it, and that's Eli's Mile High Club. They actually have a really good uh, uh, po' boy sandwich there. They have some uh, some New Orleans fare. Yeah. Like the, the food is actually relatively legit. That's excellent because I love me a po' boy. Yeah, I haven't had their food. Yet. Yeah, it's good. They they added it. Oh, I want to say six seven months ago, and uh, it's it's a nice addition. Like the food is actually good. It's not like passable bar food. It's like no, I would. I would go there just for the food. I would go there just for the food. So better than the Parkside or? At parody, to be sure. I mean, it's different mm. fare, so it's kind of hard to okay. hard to gauge. I always like, looked at Eli's as kind of like an East Bay version of the Parkside. Sure. This is Rock Show Food Talk on Radio Valencia. This is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh no, but they, they do have excellent sam- uh, pulpe sandwiches. This is going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, this cool. Is, yeah, this me is going to be good. Uh, well, I'll see you there tomorrow. Right on. And, uh, hey, thanks for listening. And, yeah, see ya. Yeah, you. Get all practiced up there, would you? Don't, <laughs> right on. No pressure. <laughs> all right, later, Joe. All right, Cool Hand McClune calling in about a uh, excellent show that I already was planning on attending. <laughs> cool Hand McClune. Cool Hand McClune. I like that That's volume in movie. good handle. It is a good handle. I feel like he needs. I feel like he needs to have a radio show as well. Do you need, you need a co-host and get Cool Hand McLoon on? Sure. Yeah, that's well, good. 
I'll take anybody I can get right now. <laughs> oh, did you have anything else on that on that story? Real time drop that you, you were telling before about the uh, the job wizard and uh, humans humans oh, sucking. Is there well, anything else? Or is it the summation uh, of your point was that humans no, sucked? It's just people ask stupid questions, and it's actually brought me to the attention of the disparity that is happening in San Francisco, where like. There are people with so much money that they're so removed from the service industry that they yeah. would ask a question like, does your restaurant have food? It's like, <laughs> No, we serve artisanal air. Of course we have food. It's a restaurant, you they're dope. Like, what? We're what all breathitarians here. And it's like they're really excited <laughs> and they're just That's asking good. questions. It's a and real thing, by the cute, way. You know, but it's like, did you just? Or like, what kind yeah. of coffee do you have? I'm like. <laughs> do, you, do you ever just say, "What does the sun look like in your world"? <laughs> like, I mean, because well, I wish I from? could. I just don't want to be an asshole. But in my head, I'm like, "What do you mean?" Trust by me, coffee? It, it's better on this side. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know. Then again, like, I don't work in customer service, so I can I can do that. Well, yeah, I think, I think things can go sour, just like the crowd turning on the no, yay! Yeah. Oh, no. It happens. That, that's a real thing. Yay. See, and then you turn her back around and get him back on your side. Got yeah, back. exactly. That, it's a, a delicate art of making people happy because they expect to be happy. It's a bouncing And they act. have money, so therefore that means they need to be happy. You're listening to the delicate art of making people happy on Radio Valencia. <laughs> <laughs> Lies you're listening to. Protonic reversal. And we thank you for that. That's like a science thing, right? It is, Rebecca. Thank you. Uh, let's hear a Roland song. I'm, uh, I don't think you guys have. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you not? Have you not heard Roland? I have heard Roland, and I'm very curious about math rock. Yeah, yeah. It's. Um, I mean, I know, I know what math rock is, but I, I've recently learned the fact that there's a woman it. saying, "I'm very curious about math rock," <laughs> and that I know what it is, and that I know what it is, just made a lot of very lonely dudes happy right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is is this Tyrese Gibson.
Roland with Is This Tyrese Gibson, which features one of the best album covers I think I've ever seen, uh, which I have updated on the Radio Valencia homepage. Real Time Drop, did you see this this album cover? I, I have the... Here. No. Oh, man, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. There's, there's a baby doing a push-up. There's rings. It's a, it's a whole situation. <laughs> I You know, I just had this conversation about children in adult situations like <laughs> can you clarify what you mean by adult situations please well you know like um we watched stand by me last night mm. great and, movie yeah yeah a lot of adult situations going on with oh, 12 yeah. year olds there. definitely that doesn't happen anymore these days like in, in films like, or in, in life films. okay it, i was gonna say i think I it mean, happens plenty in life it definitely but. happens in life i see it in san francisco all the time i mean yeah. you can't avoid right. situations with homeless people or human feces on the sidewalk or you know how do you explain that to kids right it's introducing like oh you're not just innocent anymore because you just saw that yeah yeah but it's interesting that you know like just our society i think has become so sensitive to that children in adult situations thing that like say children doing push-ups and jumpers like and you know being healthy pump, a pump up sequence get them started perhaps. early yeah exactly. you know address those image issues when they're toddlers <laughs> so moving forward <laughs> they should know how to use those rings they should i, I agree i mean you can get the uh you should get the you get your kid pumped up Kind of in a like a rocky, a rocky esque sort of way, yes. Sort of way, yeah. Wow, yeah. That's, That's right. Come on, Junior, do yeah. those push-ups. I'm feeling the eye, the eye of the tiger. Do you have the left. eye, Dano? I, I, I think so. I, I, I always get it whenever I see Mr. T on the air. Yeah. <laughs> right. When Clever Lang starts talking smack to, to Rocky, you know. Uh, uh, uh. Or when I want to get roided out like Dolph Lundgren, you know? Exactly. Like Absolutely. Drago, like Drago. 
Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm jamming on this now. I know, and I'm I'm picturing Conan running through the the radio station, you know, like doing high kicks right. and fancy arm moves. Rising up out on the street. That's what's happening right now. It's that's <laughs> real that's exactly. I'm actually doing jumping jacks right now with a really long <laughs> mic cord. Yeah, Let's do some burpees, man. <laughs> I'm done with you, Neutron. You're gonna what is it? Crap, crap, lightning and spit thunder. What is it? Oh, no, that's, that's messing this bit up. That sounds like Lawrence Tierney from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. What, what is it? It's Burgess Meredith, I think. Right. Oh, is that's, it? Uh, okay. that, that, that plays that role. Kind of similar. It's, um, <laughs> this is some video. Let me tell you. Wow. Yeah. I've never even seen. I haven't seen this video in years. Oh, Survivor. Oh, you know, uh, I, I, oh God, we're we're running. We only have, um, I say God a lot for an atheist too. I've noticed that. Like, I, 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 well, I'm a humanist, not an atheist, but I'm always saying, I'm always saying, God, Jesus, like invo- invoking deities that I don't particularly believe in in any way, shape, or form. I wonder how that, how I got to do that. The uh, society. People use that word all the time. I think it's just like kind of like it's almost like a colloquialism, you know? Like just you say things in passing and you're like, sure. Yeah. No, that makes sense. You know, I'm a speech. Too. You and know, I, I've recently. I guess that's part of growing and being an adult is like realizing that the things you say have impact in ways that maybe you didn't intend them yeah. to. Of the tiger. We should just have Survivor going as a bed the entire time the radio show is going. It definitely these guys just... need to have like a reunion. You need to interview these guys, kind of. Oh man, <laughs> will they wear the hats? Like, whatever he's... happened to Survivor? Whatever. I don't know anything about the band Survivor other than this song. I'm like, no one knows. Yeah, they, this is like a huge, just iconic, timeless song. And he's got the beret. There's a beret I'm, going I mean, on. There's come a on. Song video. Let me tell you. Uh, I, I, I didn't put it up there. Um. Gosh, there's so much stuff. Uh, all right, yeah, that, that, that's 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 enough of that. Okay, uh, that's enough Survivor. We, okay. uh, we, we get the idea. Oh gosh, felt like boxing there for a second. I know. I was I was getting pumped up. It was definitely a pump up jam. I needed that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like energizing. That's what uh, that's what we do here at um, Protonic Reversal. We get you pumped up. <laughs> that's the pump up. Bass drop. <laughs> That's what that is. That was that, terrible. Sorry. Kind wow. of like Probably kind of deflated, actually. Kind of there, you know? So like a tire, def- tire deflation or something. We could not be more professional here. Could not be more professional. <laughs> Best part about that is the, uh, this <laughs> the talk back in the background while it's going. Oh. Oh, God. Sleepy. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm sufficiently pumped up. Gosh, there's so much we didn't even get to. We, uh, I, there's a whole Ryan Christopher Parks "What Song Should He Be Forced to Cover" contest. Uh, I guess we'll have to kick it to Facebook. Oh, so mm-hmm. yeah, you you missed you missed that bit. I but, did. Yeah, I've missed a lot. That makes me sad. But next Thursday I have the day off, and it looks like well, that's going to be my schedule. Great. So DJ Real Time Drop will be back with us. Hey, thank you for listening, everybody. This is Protonic Reversal, and. Uh, we appreciate it. Protonic reversal. Thank you to Andrew Falcus for being a delight of a guest and a human being. And a great mm-hmm. shadow analyst. Okay. <laughs> Amazing shadow analyst. Very delightful man. I agree. Uh, thank you 
Dano Distortion for coming in. Thanks, Conan Neutron. I'm looking forward to hearing your show. Uh, you're welcome to, to come back next week if you want to. Yeah, this is fun. Learn some more logistics. I do. I, I didn't really acknowledge the, the man in the room, should I? Why not? I can. My friend Tyler is here also. Hi, Tyler. Thanks, Hi, for Tyler. Sitting in. He, he has aspirations of starting his own radio show one day. He's definitely doing really good at holding that couch down. Mm-hmm, that's the first step in learning. It is the first step, really. Mm-hmm. Everything else is, is gravy. <laughs> Oh, RadioNeutron.com. You can find us on iTunes. We're on Stitcher Radio right now, if you like that. Tune in. I've got... In a non-live setting. 50, watts of Anything else. Uh, Facebook, if you got it. Kona Neutron's Protonic Reversal. You can find it. At least a couple people heard me today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, a couple people that I told to like, listen in. Don't worry, those, those numbers will go down, don't worry. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yes! Uh, thanks for listening, people. Uh, let's catch you next time. Can you hear me now? Out on Route 128, you're dark and lonely. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the... It's the end of radio! The last announcer plays the last record! The last what? Leaves the transmitter! 
circles the globe in search of a listener. Can you hear me now? Broadcasting if there's no one there to receive. It's the end of radio. As we come to the close of our broadcast day. See?